dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Live in the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each mini-sode is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. After the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly topic, and then we're going to go into a physical activity and nutrition tip that will assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode will end with a recommendation for the week. So this recommendation, it could be anything from a podcast episode to a book to an article, a paper, or even a social media person to follow. This is going to help better educate ourselves towards the overall focus of the week. These mini-sodes will be only as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along, it's going to be much more helpful and you're going to be much more successful with the help and adherence and motivation if you do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on a social media platform the challenges of the week. You never know who is quietly watching and rooting for you, and you really never know whose life you're going to inspire by sharing your journey, both the challenges and your successes. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote is about being the change that you want to see in the world. The quote is, You don't find happiness, you create it. Smile, be kind, do something for someone else, and observe what gets reflected back to your life. You don't find happiness, you create it. This week, our weekly focus is that failure is not the opposite of success. Failure, it's a part of the process towards success. Mistakes are signs that you're trying something new. So this week, We're going to reframe our mindset to start thinking of the problems that you encounter as puzzles. Puzzles test you and make you grow. Puzzles are something that you can solve. So anytime you encounter what you usually think of as a problem or an obstacle, consider stopping for an extra second and saying, how can I solve this puzzle and what am I learning in the process? Share with your network any puzzles or that you're currently in the process of solving and see what kind of support, advice, and assistance that you may be given. This is not happening to you. It's happening for you for a reason. What do you gain by going through this current experience? I often find that when I experience what I call problems or obstacles, it was actually an opportunity for me to realize what I was currently doing was not the most efficient way of getting it done. It was not the best way of going about that thing. So reframe the words that you use. Reframe how you react to challenging situations and see what different views this may bring to the puzzles in your life. Moving on to the physical activity tip of the week, our first week's goal was to increase our overall daily movement. And y'all absolutely crushed those efforts. However, I do hear you loud and clear when you tell me that it was definitely a challenge in making the changes and finding the time to make it happen. So this week's tip, if you're having a hard time keeping those steps up, break up your work hour into 50 minutes of concentrated deep work, followed up with 10 minutes of walking and reward. 
Now, legally, if you work eight hours, legal breaks at work must include one break for 30 uninterrupted minutes and two additional 15-minute breaks. This is all during an eight-hour shift. If you have longer shifts, you're going to require additional breaks. But employers and employees are really realizing right now that this isn't enough. Performing repetitive tasks or sitting in one position for too long, this can take a serious toll on both the body and your mind's ability to focus. Mistakes can be easily made due to mental or physical fatigue, whether sitting at a computer or running a machine. In some work environments, inattention or lack of focus is a serious safety hazard. If you think about like long haul truck drivers or machine workers, if they lose focus, that could be some serious danger. I was also listening to a lecture by an MIT School of Management professor, Robert Posen, and he recommend he recommends taking a break every 75 to 90 minutes for 15 minutes. So while my recommendation is mostly because this is what works for me, 50 minutes on, 10 minutes off, and it's easy to break it up into hours rather than 90-minute cycles, you also want to realize that you are a unique individual, and you have to figure out what works best for you. Maybe it's 55 minutes of deep work and and five minutes of a quick break. The whole point is there's a reason for the frequency of work breaks. The human brain has two different modes, learning and focusing, and then consolidation. Taking frequent working breaks helps the brain understand and retain information that it has recently processed. If all you're doing is one or the other, you will most likely experience brain fatigue and or decreased work productivity. Some studies by the Energy Project have found that people naturally go from full focus to psychological fatigue approximately every 90 minutes. So if you're going to be doing this, make sure that it's no longer than 90 minutes of deep work at a time. I myself recommend you no more than an hour at a time. Uh, This also applies to increasing your steps. How does it apply to increasing your steps? Well, movement is absolutely key to helping your brain perform better. So it is killing two birds with one stone here. As you take your work break, you are taking the break to move. Maybe it's a walk around your building or to fill up your water bottle or to go to the bathroom. Maybe it's to grab a little bit of sunshine outside for a quick breath of fresh air. I've known some people that stay at their desk and they just do 50 air squats, 20 push-ups, and a few different stretches that counteract the forward rounding that happens when you sit too long. There's no wrong here. Just do something that you enjoy that's a reward for you. Look forward to that little 5, 10, 15-minute break, whatever it is, decide that works best for you. Look forward to it. It's a reward for your deep work that you just went through. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into the science, but your body needs movement in order to help move metabolic waste and build up slash blockages that occur during sedentary, non-moving activity. This doesn't have to be just sitting either. If you stand in one place in the same position for too long, the same negative side effects apply to sitting. So taking these small breaks have been proven to increase productivity, decrease the side effects of sedentary activity, and also allow the brain an opportunity to consolidate and process what you've been working on, all while avoiding brain fatigue and increasing the amount of movement that you will be doing for that day. Your boss is going to thank you. Your body is going to thank you. And you may even find you experience a newfound joy for what it is you do on a daily basis.
Five minutes of walking at three miles per hour can get you an extra 500 to 1,000 steps. Think of what you can do with five to eight of those small, tiny breaks. If your boss isn't quite up on the science and shows disapproval for your decision to take these mini breaks throughout the day, send them this podcast and let's teach them up. The afternoon or half or two-thirds through your shift. In the afternoon is when your workplace fatigue typically sets in the hardest. Exercise breaks bring a whole host of benefits for your team, and increased productivity is just one of them. It can include everything from stretching exercises to jumping jacks or just letting employees mingle and laugh together. Now, Forbes wrote a really cool article that if you want to read about it, the benefits of exercise breaks, I'm going to include it, the link in the episode uh, description. So go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Now, next is our nutrition tip of the week. Are you someone that craves sweets or chocolate? You are definitely not alone here. A lot of this could be habits that you've formed, neurological connections that you've created over time, which we're going to go really into depth on this week's masterclass topic episode about habits and how they're formed, but it could also be a nutrient deficiency. Scientists have studied why chocolate is one of the most craved foods in the world, and what they found was shocking to me. Up to 80% of the U.S. population is deficient in a micronutrient called magnesium. An article from the journal Open Heart titled Subclinical Magnesium Deficiency, a Principal Driver of Cardiovascular Disease and Public Health Crisis. This article stated, magnesium deficiency is a common and under-recognized problem throughout the world. Importantly, subclinical magnesium deficiency does not manifest as clinically apparent symptoms and thus is not easily recognized by the clinician. Despite this fact, subclinical magnesium deficiency likely leads to hypertension, arrhythmias, arterial calcifications, atherosclerosis, heart failure, and an increased risk for thrombosis. Now, these are a lot of terms, but simplified, this suggests that magnesium deficiencies are a principal yet under-recognized driver of cardiovascular disease. A greater public health effort is needed to inform both the patient and clinician about the prevalence, harms, and diagnosis of subclinical magnesium deficiency. I'll include the link to this article uh, in the episode description. But up to 80% of the population is deficient in this micronutrient. Our goal is to not be one of those 80%. Let's help ourselves, our friends, and our loved ones with this information. If you regularly crave chocolate... Try increasing your daily intake of whole foods that are rich in magnesium. Foods like avocado, nuts, large leafy greens, and even dark cacao chocolate can be a great substitute. That's right. Dark cacao chocolate could be a great substitute for that milk chocolate that we buy, the Hershey Kisses, the Snickers. That's not real chocolate. You want to try to get at least 85% of cacao if you're going to go that route. There's a really cool show on Netflix. Ah, I can't remember where I saw it, but it talks about what chocolate goes from and to what it turns into when we see it. If you can find that episode, I highly recommend watching like how chocolate is made and what it takes to actually have good quality chocolate. Um, Also, there's a great article written by Healthline on the benefits of dark cacao chocolate that I'm going to include in the description of this episode. 
And then finally, if you really want to reassure yourself that you're getting your daily intake in, you can consider a magnesium supplement. Now, whole foods are always first, and then supplementation is is what you use to top it off. There are great topical rubs from Ease, which is E-A-S-E, that comes in spray form, and it really helps to relax muscle tension. You can also get Epsom salts for your baths as well that are really rich in magnesium. Or if you do your research and find some really high-quality oral supplements, those have been found to be really beneficial towards your sleep quality. Let me know if you find any good supplements that work for you, or if you need help finding them, let me know. And lastly, I'd like to recommend an amazing Instagram page to follow, as well as an app to download. One of my favorite pages to follow for guidance on how to move properly is called Move You, M-O-V-E-U, all one word. If you search an Instagram, Move You, follow their page, you won't regret it. They are also on Facebook and YouTube. They're funny, they're informative, and super, super helpful if you have any troubles with pain or you haven't quite connected to all the movements that your body does throughout the day. So search Move You, follow them, they're a great, great program. And then the app that I recommend is called Headspace. Headspace is H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E, all one word. And you've probably already heard about this app. It's huge. It's an amazing way to get some breath work and meditation into your life. They have a free portion to the app, or you could even go to the next level and do the subscription. Try out the free part, make it a habit. You can do it as many times as you want. And then in the future, we can invest in some other forms that I found are like the next steps to getting stress relief into your life. So start with Headspace. It's awesome. Headspace also has a sweet Netflix series. Oh, I can't recommend this Netflix series enough. Um, You have to watch it. Search Headspace on Netflix and watch one episode every night before you go to bed. That's uh, before you do your night routine, of course. And you're going to be shocked at what it brings to your life. And that's it, my friends, for this week's growth mini-sode. Each week, we will focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories when you encounter or solve a puzzle this week. Post a video of you getting your work break steps in or when you supplement with your magnesium-rich whole foods. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. Let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that will help your Live in the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes or mini-sodes. I'm going to be right here with you, working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, team, keep living the dream.